Welcome back, everyone, to the front line with Joe and Joe. Joe Pasillo and Joe Resinello. Oh, you're exactly right, Joe. We work for the man upstairs as you do. You're setting me up quite well. You just gave me an alley-oop. The greatest revolutionary act you can commit right now is to open your mouth and speak the truth. Whether you're an academic or you're a regular guy, we have to be fearless. And once more, dear brothers and sisters, let us go into the breach. Again, everyone, and welcome back to the front line with Joe and Joe. Joe Pasillo, as always, joined by Joe Resinello. And once more, dear brothers and sisters, let us go into the breach on the Veritas Catholic Radio Network, 1350 on your AM dial, 103.9 on your FM dial, spreading the truth of the Catholic faiths in the New York City metropolitan area. Today, we're going to jump right in. This is an interview that uh, we, Joe and I have been looking forward to. Uh, it's a very sensitive topic, okay? But nonetheless, and this is why Joe and I say, you know, uh, that we go we go into the breach when, when we do our interviews. And our, our guest today is Don Johnson, and he is a filmmaker and, and a director. Um, and he has directed a film called Disconnected. And Don is going into the breach because the topic is transgenderism. And it's something that certainly the mainstream media and many media outlets out there don't want to touch, mainly because we feel like they don't want to get to the truth uh, of transgenderism. Uh, but that's not what we do here at the front line with Joe and Joe. And Don made a movie to try to get to the truth about this very important issue. Um, so we're we're very pleased and honored that Don's joining us. Uh, for those of you who are not familiar, uh, Don Johnson is a Catholic filmmaker based in Anaheim, California. He is a former evangelical Protestant and evangelist who converted to the Catholic faith and entered the Catholic Church in 2015. Don Johnson, welcome to the front line with Joe and Joe, brother. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Great to be here. Absolutely. And it's great to have you. So let's, uh, I'm going to hand it over to Joe. We'll start with a prayer and then we'll, we'll jump right in. Don, we always start with a prayer to our lady in the name of the father, son, Holy spirit. Amen. Remember O most gracious Virgin Mary. Never was it known that anyone who sought your help or sought your intercession was left unaided inspired by this confidence. We fly into you a virgin of virgins, our mother to you. We come for you. We stand sinful and sorrowful. O mother of the word incarnate despise not our petitions, but in your clemency hear and answer us. Amen. Name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Don, I got to be honest with you. When your publicist reached out to us, and I was like to Joe, I'm like, we're interviewing Don Johnson from California. I was like, it's Miami Vice. We're gonna have Crockett on the show. I was like, goodness gracious, I can't believe it. But I'm but just thankful. I'm just thankful that one or two of us still remember that show. You know? Oh, without a doubt, I remember that totally. Oh my gosh! But we love you. We love what you do. Um, I think, as Joe said, this is a very, very important conversation. Took a lot of courage to put this out there, uh, particularly, you know, Joe was a former actor in New York City for 10 years. Um, and, you know, in your field, it's it's it could it's there's tough. just some things you there's just some things you can't talk about. I mean, yeah, let's say, right. you know, like I love the way and yes, yes. I, I, you know, for all those out there who listen to us, yes, the primary problem right now in America is the left, not that the right walks on water, but the political left, the cultural left. OK, they made it where you can't discuss these things. Now, it's one thing if you say, Don and, and Joe, if you don't mind. I'm, no, I'm, go, go, I'm, please. I'm just going to jump right in. It's one thing if you discuss these things and there is no actual tangible earthly consequence to to uh, to to what they're proposing. This is this is destroying lives. 
the lies that are being told, the lack of the lack of thoughtful and, and honest conversation about this topic, about transgenderism, transitioning, all these things, okay, is leading to the destruction of lives. Now, I want to ask you this. Um, what inspired you're the father of four children, including three girls, okay? And I think if I remember correctly, uh, in, in my research, uh, this problem, and it is a problem, is is more affecting girls than it is boys, okay? So you're yeah. the father of three girls. What inspired you to do the film? Um, is it the is it the fact that you have three girls? Just what what was the reason? Let's start there and we'll 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 move forward. Yeah, I mean, I think that's uh, that's the main one, right? Is that as a dad, uh, even in our you know protected little family life that we try to have, uh, those my kids are being affected all the time pressures put on them they can't uh open a phone and we don't even let them have phones till they're very old they can't um go visit with their friends because they're going to be infected with this you can't go to school the public schools are an absolute disaster um i reached a point actually joe i think the tipping point for me was a very fine christian lady friend of ours actually came over to the house okay and um we know that within our little family group there was a few girls uh like friends of friends if you will who had started to transition and this was starting to really become a thing and she started talking to me about some books that she had picked up and she said you know i just i never really realized just how many genders there are and and you know the spectrum and i was like what, what the heck are you reading what what are you talking about and she had really started to get sucked into this and i'm a guy like listen we you know you just to live life in america you kind of have to walk through about 600 lies like you guys are talking about it's just like lie after lie after lie you turn on the media you go to school you know, all this stuff and i just reached a point like no you know if this is affecting this you know nice conservative a Christian lady uh, and her her daughter, she was like, because she got concerned because her daughter has now trans friends. And she's like, well, I guess it's okay. I'm like, no, it's not okay. Okay. We got to make a movie about this. We got to get the word out. That's what started me uh, on this path. And um, it is, you know, just a, another point of, of fact here, it is affecting kids, but like the media, if you just watch the media, you would think that this was a uh, middle-aged man thing, right? Like you see like the government officials that are walking around in dresses. Uh, you've got the uh, Bruce Jenner becoming Caitlyn. Like that's sort of the mainstream look at, at transgenderism. But we need to realize that's a totally different topic. These The middle-aged men phenomenon, and there are out there, um, is a bunch of, to be frank, I mean, we're being frank, a bunch of porn-addicted autogynophiles. That's what that is. That's a, it's a bunch of guys who are addicted to porn and they have autogynophilia, which is a sexual dysfunction where basically the object of your sexual pleasure becomes yourself. Like you, you enjoy it when you dress up as a girl, but that's not where the trans thing really is. It's the teenage girls by the tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands. There's Reddit forums with 45,000 girls on it. Uh, there's, there's a GoFundMe. There's over 40,000 girls on GoFundMe trying to raise money to have their breasts removed right now. That's where the issue is. It's those young kids. This has never been a thing before. It's, it's never, this whole uh, gender dysphoria has never been an issue with teenage girls until 2015. Okay. And now that's all it is. It's about 80, I'd say probably 80% of the cases are teenage girls wanting to present as men. 
Well, though, and, and the thing is, you know, Joe and I try not to get angry. We try, Don, try not to get angry. Um, not always, because when, you, when you're talking about mutilating, and yes, it's mutilation, you, you, their stories are out there, no matter how much Twitter and or formerly, you know, when they before uh, Musk took them over, um, at least ostensibly they're an open platform now. But YouTube and Facebook and the rest of them, you 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 want to shut down the stories, the true stories of of the suffering of many of these girls, okay? And that's why we're glad you made your film because you're bringing it out, and others are doing the same thing. Thank God, okay, and raising the consciousness so that nice Christian lady that you were describing earlier can, can be aware. No, 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 there, there, there's an agenda here. This is not This is not something that natu is naturally occurring in some sort of uh, great evolution of, of mankind. There's an agenda here to destroy lives, okay? So Don Johnson is joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe. Uh, Don, you could tell we're a little bit animated here at well, the front line with Joe and Joe. <laughs> it's a great, um, I mean, a great point you just made, by the way, that this is not, even among the teenage girls, okay, uh, one of the arguments is, well, there's always been all these transgender kids, and now it's just socially acceptable, so now they can come out. Now they can, you know, share their true feelings, and they've always been there. No, absolutely not the case, okay? Absolutely not the case. This is, a, this is not some grassroots movement where a bunch of kids are suddenly discovering that they have always been transgender. It's a top down movement being pushed by rich, powerful people who have taken over the institutions of this country, uh, the medical institutions, the educational institutions, the counseling industry, all of them have been absolutely overtaken by rich, powerful ideologues. And the people that work within those industries are now going along for fear of losing their jobs. Uh, in California right. here right now, you can't you can't do traditional counseling, for example, because you will have your license taken away. You will lose your access to your to your income, access to pharmacies, if you do not push the transgender. Like literally, um, they are. It is illegal to do cognitive behavioral therapy, which is what we've always done. Well, as that needs to change. I, like 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 Joe and I say, and I'm going to hand it over to him. Joe and I say all the time, we're not looking for political solutions to our problems, but sometimes there. There is a political solution where we need to pass laws that say you're not allowed to do that. That, yes, conversion therapy or cognitive behavior therapy is not only allowed, it's encouraged. OK, but it's always about choice. Right, Don? Everything is always about choice, choice, choice. You have the right to do this. You have the right to do that. But you don't have the right to seek out counseling if you decide that what you have in your head is a disorder. If you become convinced that what you what you have is a disorder and to go reach out to a doctor who's willing to give you or 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 help you um you know with therapy that the government could say that that's not allowed again i thought it was about choice um and again I, i'm going on and on don johnson is joining us here at the front line with joe and joe um the film is disconnected dys connected dys connected um and joe Resinello, where do you want to go well, I was just going to say, you talk about young girls. I walk through Hell's Kitchen, uh, for those who are familiar with New York City. It's 9th, 9th Avenue uh, to my office when I'm in the city. I mean, just yesterday in front of Port Authority, I saw, like, he's probably about an 18-year-old boy with, like, you know, David Bowie, like, lips, boots on with a dress on. And I walk past the kid. And I just said to myself, God, pray for this boy. Like, 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 it's not even funny. Like, 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 I, and I want people to understand we're not pointing fingers. We're not like looking down on anyone. When I walk through that neighborhood and I have seen some sights, 
Like, you know, we could talk about that all day, but I'm just telling you something I saw yesterday. He's an 18-year-old boy. He's dressed up like a girl. God knows what he's doing in New York City. I don't even want to know. I mean, as a father of five, you think if that was my kid, I would cry from now until the end of time. I just was like, God, pray for this young boy. I mean, like, it is sad is the only word for it. I mean, just like... This is a, I this mean, is a I key point. It's <laughs> a key point, Joe, just, just to, to jump in here. It's the, we are not, not anti-trans gender. For one thing, there is no such thing as transgender, okay? These kids that claim this identity, they are the victims of this. I push that again and again. This, again, this is an agenda that is being pushed on kids so that now we have kids who, who traditionally, listen, it's a tough, it's always tough to be a kid. It's a tough, it's a very tough time to be a kid now. Uh, but all of those things that generally happen with teenagers, right? Angst going through puberty. And so you get your depression, you get your anxiety, uh, you get all the different things, you know, in the past, maybe we would have gone goth back in the 80s, you would have had the big hair and maybe, you know, listen to some metal music or something. Well, now, those kids and we're in the past, they would have gone if it was really bad, maybe you would have gone to therapy, maybe you just walk through that phase and look back and say, Hey, okay, that was a phase. I'm glad I don't have to wear those crazy clothes. Now, today, those kids are being mutilated, permanently damaged, they're being lied to, first of all, they're being lied to saying, Hey, well, if you're anxious about puberty, just put it on pause. You can just start it again whenever you want. Absolute lie. Okay, absolute lie. Then they're given these cross-sex hormones and they're said, hey, you know, if you just want to try this out for a little bit, uh, and then if you you don't like it, you know, come back. That's all right. No, you, you start on testosterone, your voice changes, your sexual function is ruined forever. Uh, you're, you're permanently damaged. Your bones even don't uh, grow as well. Um, and then they're put into this vortex where they're basically now, I, I've got this permanent voice transition my puberty's all messed up i guess i'll just go all the way with it now i've got my breasts removed hopefully you don't have bottom surgery but some do to that go to that extent and now you're 19 years old and you're completely disfigured and you're starting to look back and say oh my gosh why didn't why did not anybody stop me i was a kid there's a there's a big wave of of girls like 23 24 right now guys that are that are looking back at 2015 and they're starting to bring lawsuits against the adults in their life because I they think, should have been stopped. I they, think that, that the is what, that is a major Joe Resinello here at the front line with Joe and Joe Don Johnson says all the time. I, I think it's a bit of a cynical statement but it's true. Money moves the dial. Start costing them money or the threat of of losing their livelihood, like they do to psychologists and psychiatrists that know that conversion therapy um, and cognitive behavior therapy works. Uh, they want to cost them their license and cost them their livelihood. Yeah, open up the legal, open it up legally. If you lie to these kids, if you don't offer them every alternative out there, including therapy, okay, and you and you, it could be shown in a court of law you lied. Guess what? You're going to the cleaners. We're cleaning you out, all right? And that's what we need in this country, fear of losing money. Joe Resinello, no, I want to piggyback on that because it's one thing for, like, Lady Gaga to say, like, you're born this way. It's one thing for, like, pundits and, and like, various social media, media commentators. It's another thing for the medical profession to go that way. And this is the direction I'm going with it to piggyback on what you guys were saying. They have 
liability insurance. If I'm a doctor, they pay a ton of money in malpractice insurance. If you ask me, like if you guys were doctors and I was your lawyer and you told me about your practice, that this is what you were going to do as your lawyer, I don't care what you do in your private life or what you believe as your lawyer, I would be like, this is going to backfire on you because what you just said is going to happen. They're going to sue you and they're going to ruin your career. Just like what we're seeing at Disney right now. What's their Joe? What's what are they? 220 million down their market cap because of basically uh, no, no, 220 billion. Okay, there right? we go. The market cap is down about 45%. And it's not just a function of the of the incompetence of the Biden administration. There you go. Okay. It's because they they went into that breach. They decided to go. Don, I have a quick question for you. Dis D Y S connected. Um, I'm just curious. Joe and I are curious. Where, how'd you get the title? Does it have a meaning? The D Y S. Sure. Yeah, multiple meanings. So gender dysphoria is the you know clinical prognosis here, the diagnosis of these kids. And I mean, and some legitimately do. They have a disconnect with their body. Uh, they don't feel comfortable in their body. Um, but I wanted to pull that out a little bit more. Ultimately, what I try to show in the film is that this is a, a cultish, very dark movement that is not only separating kids uh, from their body, but from their family, and ultimately from reality itself. I mean, this is a, a, if God wants us to be unified, and he made us you know, hylomorphic uh, uh, beings with a unity of body and soul. This movement is about separating all of those things, right? God wants us to live in family uh, as a, a picture of the image of God, and they want to separate that, right? Like, uh, all of, it's a, that's where I was going. This is a very disconnected, it's making us more atomized, making us more separate from not only uh, ourselves, but from each other and from ultimately from God. Yeah, I, I mean, I wish people would understand that. I, I don't think I'm wrong. Well, real quick, Don Johnson uh, is joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe. We're discussing his film, Disconnected, D-Y-S Connected. Uh, Don, where could our audience members find the movie, watch it, rent it, all that fun stuff? Yeah, one-stop shop for that would probably be disconnectedmovie.com. So you can uh, stream it, you can order the DVD, um, all that stuff, or you can go to uh, donjohnsonmedia.com. We'll also get you there. You know, Joe Resinello on the show all the time says the truth is like a lion. Just let it go. It's going to it'll defend itself. And what we're doing here is we're trying to raise that consciousness in our own ways. You with your film, uh, Joe and I at the front line with Joe and Joe, raise the consciousness of the American people. Like like you mentioned, again, I'm not picking on her, but that nice Christian lady who thinks in her mind, oh, there's a variety of genders. It's for us to say, my dear, no, there's not. And for everybody else out there, these are lies. These are lies. Okay, you, you can't buy into them because they have a very, very, there's, it's just not going to end badly for a lot of people. Again, you want to do this stuff out there? I'm going to do my, I'm going to do what I can to protect my son. You're going to protect your daughters. Joe's going to protect his kids. All right. Uh, but the bottom line is, you know, we can stick our head in the sand and say, well, we'll just do what we have to to protect our own. No, no, no. We're trying to protect other other children out there, and that's what they are. They're children. These these predators just to make some money and the like you said to 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 you know to impose an agenda. Um, that's who we're fighting at uh, fighting against, and we have to continue fighting against them in any way we can. Joe Resinello, how do we get here, Don? I mean, ultimately we're around the same age, all three of us. I mean, uh, I went to high school. I'll tell you right now. I graduated in 1988. Um, you know that didn't happen. That's a good year. 
You know, you know what I'm saying? Like it just wasn't going on. You know, people were listening to Guns N' Roses. <laughs> they they weren't they weren't transitioning. <laughs> I mean, you know, there were kids that that had, you know, homosexual tendencies in high schools. There's no question about that. But as far as as I can't believe how this has like accelerated to the point where it's almost like it, it it's like a, a the twilight zone. How do we get here? Yeah, I mean, even back in the 80s, and I graduated exact same year as you did, Joe, um, the the foundations had already been laid, and we'd, we'd actually already lost the war. I feel like we already lost it uh, back then. We lost it, frankly, I think we lost it back in the 1930s when the uh, when we gave up on uh, contraception. And you're like, how how is that possible? But let me, let me lay it back for you. So <laughs> even today, just a little side note, even today, um, some of the strongest opponents um, Opponents of the transgender movement uh, are is the gay community, right? So you have the LGB, but you actually see it on trending on Twitter. We want the LGB without the T. And I've actually even just down the street here, we uh, a bunch of us outside of the Anaheim Convention Center uh, rallied not too long ago against the medicalization of kids. The Pediatrics Association, the American Academy of Pedi Pediatricians, was here, ten thousand doctors. So we got out there with our signs, and I was standing literally shoulder to shoulder with groups like Gays Against Groups. And so it's like the gay community. I, I, I am friends with gay people. I'm not. However, they're actually the, the LGB trying to separate from the T does not work um, because here's why the identity thing, the idea that your identity is up in your head somewhere or it's outside of your body, like it's in your will. Like, what does it mean to be gay or homosexual it means i desire certain things and that's my identity well what does it mean to be trans well my identity is in my desires in my will well where did all that come from i look back philosophically and i try to touch on this in the film just a little bit i actually look back philosophically to the beginning of the 20th century um where you know guys like freud were coming out and saying hey sex is the meaning of life and we had a, like a gnostic dualism there where we're trying to mm -hmm. separate you know body and soul and all this uh but I actually the main to me the main moral failure that we had uh was the acceptance of contraception by the lambeth conference in 1930 and since then um, the, the, even Christians and conservatives, I mean, I grew up Protestant, so I, I didn't even know you could be against contraception, uh, till I was like late in life. Mm -hmm. But when we separated, when the feminists, the second wave feminists led by Margaret Sanger, founder of Planned Parenthood, when they separated woman's identity from childbearing. So what did it mean to be a woman? Well, it didn't have anything to do with my body. I know that. That's what contraception did. It separated women's identity from their bodies. When we gave up on that, all the rest of it fell, I think. All the rest of the, the second wave feminists, the, the, the homosexual movement, and now the transgenderism, transhumanism is coming next, the acceptance of pedophilia, all that's coming down. Don't be surprised when that comes, because it's, it's all the same thing. <laughs> it's all the same thing where we say, my identity has nothing to do with my body. My and, and this is an anti the Catholics, frankly, were the only ones that ever stood strong on this. Uh, Humanae Vitae, Pope Paul VI stood strong on contraception, stood strong on unity. John Paul II, with his theology of the body, stood strong on the image of God as a hylomorphic union of body and soul. The Catholics are actually the only ones staying strong in this game. Uh, and Frankly, if, it, if the church does not stay strong on this, the, the battle's over. But so that's where it came from—a separation. It's a—it's a battle about what does it mean to be human, 
And it's a separation of that meaning from our bodies. And accepting that opened the door for all sorts of stuff. And, you know, I saw, you know, we've... <laughs> I got one of my one of my daughters works in retail, or at least well, she did until recently. It got too crazy for her. She's a store manager. One of her employees came in dressed as a cat every day. I'm not making this up, guys. Literally dressed as a cat. Okay. Identified as a cat, wore these ears. She went to the she went to the store manager, my daughter did, and said, Listen, we can't we can't have this. This is what are we doing here? The manager's like, nah, nothing I can do. Nothing I can do. <laughs> dress as a cat yeah <laughs> there's that's where we're going like if you can't if you don't get down to identity and what does it mean to be human um this whole thing we're not going to get to the bottom of it and so that's i think philosophically that's where we came from and because we didn't hold the line like even the you know like even the conservative movement seems pretty accepting of the whole gay gay thing now right oh like, listen we, listen don you're speaking oh, yeah. our language joe and i say all the time you're looking nah. you, it, to be a conservative to be a conservative now Means that you have to you have to uh, adapt yourself to the Douglas Murray version of conservatism, okay? Which means you have to embrace everything that the left tells you to. Well, then what yeah. what am I conserving? What That's am right. I exactly opposed to? If you're telling me that all of a sudden, uh, let's say for argument's sake, uh, you know, let's just use let's say gay marriage, okay? If I say, well, well, no, I no, now you have to accept that, or you have to you actually have to call uh, Bruce Jenner a, a her. Like, like, you know, again, calling Bruce Jenner, Caitlin. Okay. That's, that's the name he chooses. That's one thing, but you want me to call him her and conservatives are saying you have to do that before the breakdown. I want to ask you a question only because you triggered something in me, not in a negative way. I don't use the word triggered that way. Don Johnson <laughs> is joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe. We're discussing his new movie, uh, disconnected D Y S connected. You mentioned the early 20th century. Um, so Gramsci, obviously, Antonio Gramsci proposed the, the long march through the institutions, okay? And I've heard this before. Anybody who, who doubts that really has their head in the sand. Anybody who doubts that from the time uh, of, let's say, the 20s and the 30s up until now, because now we're seeing the, the bad fruit of that long march, okay? But I've heard that, uh, well, because it took such a long time for the institutions to get taken over, it's going to take a long time to purge the institutions. And, I, and my response, and I want your response, no. Yeah. No, if you stand in truth, you show these people the door forthwith. There's no long march out of the institutions. You kick their butts out of the institutions is what you do if you're standing on truth and principle. Am I wrong in my assessment of that, Don Johnson? No, they, yeah, and the and the institutions. It didn't. I mean, <laughs> the one thing I was somewhat surprised, and I'm just kind of a cynical guy, but I was surprised just how deep and wide the takeover of the institutions has been with this trans thing, uh, and you and the fact that we have not said no. Uh, and that we've gone along. I mean, you're exactly right. It took it, the the long march. They they have the institutions. The institutions are gone. You've got you've got medical students today in you know training to be doctors, looking at a cadaver, unable to tell you what the sex of that cadaver is. They're unable. Okay, that's where we are. Like school teachers who have. Uh, I got a friend who's a fourth grade school teacher who's half her class is non-binary or trans in fourth grade. The institutions are a mess. They're gone. We have to stand straight. Um, and and just as a little quick side note, like how do we get here? Twenty, you know, the the relationship of the whole the Bruce Jenner thing. 
almost instantly after we lost Obergefell and Bruce Jenner came out, this stuff exploded on social media 2015. So the we got to realize historically, you've got these foundations, you know, like the philosophical foundations, but it can just tip. You know, like we reach a tipping point in the culture like we did. You know, you bring the iPhone, you bring Bruce Jenner uh, on at the same time, and, and, and you've got a catastrophe on your hands, uh, which is what we're facing right now. Well, it is. It is. It, it, it's a disaster. Um, anybody who doesn't see, anybody who's sane, uh, who doesn't see, and that's why you made the movie Disconnected. You, you, we're going to come back. We're going to talk about Daisy, um, one of the one of the people in your movie who's been wrecked. Who's been wrecked by this? Okay, you talk about people's lives. I mean, I'm sorry if Dante was living right now, he creates another circle of hell for the people that would lie to these kids. I don't care how judgmental that sounds, Don Johnson. We're going to come back after the break. Don Johnson's joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe, Joe Pasillo and Joe Racinello. And we're, we're, we're a little animated today because we don't want to see people's lives ruined by lies. We don't want to see people's lives ruined at all. But particularly when we know that there's people that are out there with an agenda that are lying to these kids about transgenderism and identity and all of it. So we're happy that Don Johnson decided to come on the front line with Joe and Joe and talk about his film. So uh, Disconnected, D-Y-S Connected Movie. Dot com, correct, Don? That's the that's the website. That's right. Yeah, that's Disconnectedmovie.com. And you could go on there and you could uh and you could rent the movie and you could stream it and you could watch it and we encourage you to do so. So you're with the front line with Joe and Joe. Stick around, we'll be right back. Catholic Radio works, and now we have it here in Connecticut and New York. It's been seen around the country that there's no better tool for evangelization. Where there's Catholic radio, the folks who listen deepen their faith, families are strengthened parishes and communities flourish. So, let people know you're listening to Veritas, tell your friends to tune in, and let's make an impact here for Jesus and His Church. This is Steve Lee for Veritas Catholic Network. Welcome back, everyone, to The Frontline with Joe and Joe. Joe Pasillo and Joe Racinello, we are way in the breach with Don Johnson, director and filmmaker of the new film, Disconnected, D-Y-S Connected, that you could uh, rent or stream or buy at uh, the, the website, disconnectedmovie.com. Joe Racinello. Don, i got to be honest. I mean, you are the guest that we love because you got out of the boat. I'm serious, because to, to a degree, and I'm, I'm not waving our flag so have we i mean we have to take care of our family and men catholic men have to do this i've said this time and time again catholics in general have to do this if we don't do it no one's going to we can't just go along especially if something is completely insane and it's hurting people just because everyone else says oh that's just judgmental or who am i to judge no if you're going to jump off a cliff i'm not going to let you if, even if I have to jump on top of you, I'm not going to let you. To just go along with this, to be honest with you, I, I, I can't understand. I give you a lot of credit. Um, well, and this more is, this people is, have to do it. This is going to be one of those uh, subjects, you guys, when we look back, hopefully in not too many years, but, you know, say 50 years, 100 years, we're going to look back on this era when we are mutilating, castrating 
hundreds of thousands of young girls and say, where were the people who was speaking up about this? <laughs> and, and you're exactly right, Joe, about the Catholic thing. I mean, of all people, we need to be the ones. I just, you know, I, before the break, I was talking about how the ultimately the Catholic Church is the only one that's going to be able to stand strong on this because we're the only one philosophically and theologically that have the foundation to, to fight against this attack on humanity. And so I encourage, frankly, um, you guys know, I mean, you're in, you're in, we're all in Catholic media to some extent, but Catholic media uh, needs to step up here a little bit, to be honest. It's a little bit hard among Catholics um, to find support for this stuff, if I'm being honest, right? I'd like a few more pastors <laughs> to jump on board and not be afraid of, of saying some of the stuff that you guys are saying. Like, there is a there is a sense in which uh, a few more of us need to go out here uh, beyond the breach, like you're talking about, and and take a stand on this stuff. Because one of the you know one of the disappointments I've had, frankly, is the uh, the lack of like pastors reaching out and saying, "Hey, we want to show this at our parish or whatever." Like, no, you need to. We had a little local event here um, at at a very brave parish. You know, thank God for them. They invited me over. We had a great event. They had like three times more people than they expected. But one of the one of the constant uh, responses I got was surprise that we were talking about this stuff like oh I, I saw this in the flyer and i didn't even i you guys are actually talking about it that's great yes we should be talking about <laughs> of course we need to be well yeah well listen we 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 should learn i think we we we, we could stand put it like this if you want an example from recent history about Catholics in general and Catholic men in particular not letting go of something just go look at the go look at the abortion fight now, one can argue the consequences of Roe versus Wade being overturned. That's a separate conversation. But one cannot argue, okay, that it was because of the Catholic Church and Catholic men in particular not being bullied out of the conversation and marching every year in Washington and praying in front of abortion clinics and not letting it go, not letting it go, okay? We have the example of what happens and how you could change things, okay? When, when you stand firm on truth, which, is, of course, is Christ, okay? Um, so fighting this, as much as they try to bully us out of this conversation, we no, 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 we're, we're going we're gonna to bully back. Well, we're not bullies. We're just going to fight back, okay? And just, to, just if you want, call it independent uh, sources, like let's say Glenn Beck and Charles Krauthammer when he was alive, both acknowledged on publicly, both acknowledged that if it wasn't for the Catholic Church, the abortion issue would have gone away a long time ago. We need to treat transgenderism the same way. If it's not for, if not us, who? Who's going to stand up? Okay, all the other religions out there who claim to believe in logos and can't even recognize the logos of the human body. Is I mean, Don, am I off in my assessment there? Yeah, no, I mean, you, I couldn't agree with you more. You're exactly right. And I just released a book on this, actually, about um, the the uniqueness of the Catholic Church. Uh, you know, I grew up Protestant, so my my thing is what you know what did what did the Evangelical Church do? And I actually have a a section, a chapter on the abortion fight. And you're you're exactly right. The Catholics were the only ones, the only ones that stood strong on that, and they're the only reason that it it remained an issue. We brought we we brought the evangelicals on later <laughs> that didn't come until the late 70s early 80s so you're exactly right yeah so if you're just joining us here at the veritas catholic radio network you're with the front line with joe and joe we're very pleased and honored to be joined by don johnson filmmaker um and director his new film disconnected dys connected dys connected you can find out all about it and watch the film at disconnected uh, movie 
Com. Joe Resinello. Don, Joe mentioned uh, Daisy. She's one of the folks you interviewed. I mean, I'll be honest with you. It's disturbing. Uh, you know, it's sad. See. It, it really yeah. is. Uh, talk about her. Talk about some of the other folks that are in the film, just so people get an idea what they to expect when they go get it. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you guys have seen the film, so you know that the uh, the opening image just kind of grabs you, right? We we open the movie with uh, Daisy talking into, uh, she's like a typical American uh, teenage girl over the last uh, 10, 15 years. She keeps uh, a vlog. So we have her journey as she recorded it uh, on her phone and posted it on YouTube. So we took some of those clips and we open up with her on her way to the hospital to get her breasts removed to get her double mastectomy her top surgery as they call it and uh, so we open up with really the euphoria that she felt after that but um it only lasted in fact she'll tell you if you talk to her personally within three weeks she knew that it was a huge mistake she had made uh, and so the rest of the uh, film goes through not only Daisy's story, but many other uh, detransitioners as well as experts. We talked to doctors and teachers and counselors and all sorts of people. But really, Daisy is the backbone. Uh, she, she provides the narrative arc, if you will, <laughs> for the film. And she's just a super sweet girl who, uh, and frankly, ends with a lot of hope. I don't want to give away the end of the movie, but uh, most people are crying by the end. Not, not out of, yes, a little bit of sadness for what she has gone through, but the hope really will uh, will grab you, I think. It, it, it ends with a, with a happy story. Um, I found Daisy actually through, I think I saw her on 60 Minutes. She had a little short segment, believe it or not, on 60 Minutes. And then through a friend of a friend, Abigail Favalli, uh, had written. She's got a great book out for Ignatius Press called The Genesis of Gender. She happens to be a friend of mine. And I was talking with uh, with uh, Abby and she put me on to Daisy. And so we went and visited her a few times uh, in Chicago. And yeah, it it grabs you that she was just so young and such, I mean, what such a victim, like, yes, these, you know, we make our own choices, but these kids, I think the, the, what we try to show in the film is that they are getting sucked into a vortex, like the trans industrial complex is a machine that grabs these prepubescent kids and sucks them into something that they're, they can't get out of. Um, and, you know, we, we, we don't let kids buy cigarettes. We don't let them drink. We don't let them, you know, vote. We don't let them drive all of these kids yet. You can be a 12 year old kid, walk into a, um, doctor's office and out of a suggestion from your GSA club at your public school, say, I don't know, maybe I'm feeling kind of anxious. I think I'm trans. You can be within hours and days and weeks on a regiment of um, off-label sterilization drugs. I don't know if everybody knows this, by the way. All these drugs are given these kids. The FDA has never approved any of these drugs for these kids. These are off-label sterilization drugs that we used to give to sex offenders. And we don't even do that anymore because the side effects are so bad. But we give them to kids uh, not for any purpose that the FDA has ever approved. Not that the FDA has done a great job recently, but realize these. And that so the, the pharmaceutical companies and the doctor's offices get these young, young kids, 12, 13, on a regiment that I just think is, is almost impossible to get out of. Once, you, once you're on 
Um, once you've socially transitioned and you're on puberty blockers, something like 90 to 95% of those kids go on to a full transition. And what that means is you are now a lifetime medical patient. You have destroyed your sexual function. You've sterilized yourself. Your hormones, your body will never make the hormones that it needs to stay functioning. So you have to every couple of weeks, you're given, you have to have another shot. You're you're now a lifetime medical patient. Um, so they, they're victims. I mean, Daisy, thank God she has, you know, she's a great story. I try not to um, uh, be too I know that Daisy doesn't even like it when you talk to her like, oh, that's too bad. She's like, no, you know, I, I made it through. I'm strong. I have a good life now. Like <laughs> at the same time, she doesn't want other kids to go through what she went through. Right. Um, and so, yeah, realizing, I think that these we have to be out here protecting. This is not something that you can stand on the sidelines. Like it's just, it's affecting so many uh, of these kids with with permanent damage. I, I, I have to ask you this. Don Johnson is joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe. Um, you hear a lot in this conversation about suicide. I, I mentioned earlier about being bullied, how men like us are bullied out of the conversation because th those who are driving the agenda will suggest that we're causing these kids to commit suicide. Okay. Now, here's my take, Don, and I want to know if, if, if my, my take is, is off in your view. I think we offer these kids hope. Because here's what they're not getting from the other side, okay? You go through what Daisy went through. You 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 go, you you get mutilated by a so-called doctor. You're on all these drugs. You think you just bought a brand new shiny Mercedes, and you realize what you bought was a lemon. And as you said, within for in Daisy's case, three weeks, not even a very long time, three weeks after after this so-called surgery. OK, um, she she realizes, uh oh, I think I did something wrong. Now, here's my point, And I, I love your uh, opinion, Don. We offer hope to people. We offer the idea of number one. OK, healing. OK, through the grace of God, because we're Catholic. OK, number two, um, we say you can uh, receive therapy. OK, there is there is conversion therapy that can help you uh, get back to your your right identity, your true identity. And we can help you with that. There's an alternative. You're not at the end of the road. OK, I think that that's hopeful. I think it's encouraging. I think it's loving. I think it's compassionate. OK, the other side is the one who's driving them to suicide because the other side is saying you bought it. You're stuck with it. And then they find themselves in a moment of despair. And that's when they take their lives it has nothing to do with us and it has everything to those it has everything to do with those who take hope away from these kids once they've realized that what they did is a mistake and now they want an old they want to get back to where they were and the other side other side says well no you you chose it live with it am i wrong don no this that's exactly right this is a very important point too in fact two things to to really be aware of in this one if your kid does uh struggle with this or comes into their mind this is what you're going to hear potentially when you do uh see a professional about this and frankly <laughs> you'd be very careful about the professionals you go to see uh you're going to hear something like oh you have a trans identifying daughter well if you do not allow this um, she will commit suicide. So do you want a live son or a dead daughter? That's that's one of the first things you're going to hear. It's a, it's emotional blackmail. Um, it is, one, absolutely false, okay? The, the, the suicide rates, like you uh, alluded to here, the suicide rates, if you look at the good data, actually go up after transition. Because 
like you said, all you're doing is making the, the problem worse. What you have here is young kids who have uh, a variety of psychological problems. They might have been victims of abuse. Um, they might have depression. They might be autistic. Something like 30 to 50% of these kids are autistic. All sorts of issues that normally what you would do is try to treat those issues, right? So like, for example, a girl comes in who's uh, depressed and anorexic and says, hey, I just feel obese all the time. Please, can you give me a tummy tuck so that I'm not looking so fat all the time. What's a plastic surgeon going to say to that? Hopefully, they're going to say, absolutely not. I'm not going to do surgery on your anorexia. What I'm going to do is give you therapy to help you realize that you're not fat, that the truth is you're an attractive young person, and you need to fix the psychological problems that make you believe this delusion. This believe this delusion that you're obese. You're not obese, okay? Normally, that's what we would do. <laughs> but you come in with gender dysphoria, which is the same as anorexia. It's the same issue. You've got depression. You've got autism. You've got all these things. And instead, you say, oh, I think I'm a boy. And they say, oh, okay, let's do surgery. Let's give you like it's insanity, okay? Of course, that's going to lead to more depression. Uh, what you should do is treat the issue. Like normally a counselor, in fact, counselors, if you have a person who comes in, like for example, with the anorexia thing, if you had a kid that comes in and says, I'm anorexic, if you don't give me stomach surgery, I'm going to commit suicide. The counselor is going to say, that is a very bad way to try to treat your issue, okay? You're, you're emotionally blackmailing all those around you let's figure out a better way to communicate right they're not don't don't threaten suicide that's not how you do it yet now with gender dysphoria it's the counselors that are using that blackmail the counselors are saying oh yeah we got to we got to get you transitioned or you might commit suicide and we make sure you tell your parents that that if you don't transition i'm going to kill myself it's absolute insanity we've turned the world flipped on its head uh it's, it's i continue to be amazed at how upside down uh, the counseling, medical, and teaching industries have become um, how anti-reality they all are. So you're exactly right about the suicide thing. You, you look at the good data out of places like Sweden, Europe. I mean, America, by the way, is an outlier on this. The Sweden, the European countries are all banning this. Okay, they're on their yeah, way to I pushing saw, this I out. I saw that today. I saw that today. So I think Switzerland, yeah, in many law, of them. is now recognizing only to. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Now, now for the crowd that's always telling us we need to be more like Europe. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know, let's let's just quick ten seconds. I'm going to hand it over to Joe. Let's be more like Europe, uh, where in France, I believe you can only have an abortion uh, for, during the first trimester. Not that we agree with that. Okay. But if you want to talk about ex who's extreme, okay. Well, certainly we don't agree with abortion at any stage. But let's be more like Europe when it comes to that. Let's be more like the the, the uh, switch. I saw Switzerland today. Joe mentioned France. I'm sure there's other countries that said no. There's two genders. <laughs> two. Not 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 twenty five, yeah. not twenty five hundred. There's two. Why don't we be more like Europe in that way? Um, I'm, I'm. You reminded me when you mentioned insanity. Don Johnson joining us here at the front line with Joe and Joe. I'm a big movie guy. Remember, remember at the end of Bridge on the River Kwai, um, the le the last line of the movie is one word: madness. And looking over the the wreckage and the ruin when the train goes into the river, and the character says madness. And that's exactly where we're at right now. Joe Resinello. I want to talk about the suicide uh, rate amongst uh, and just kind of take that in a different direction. Um, you know, people could say I, I sometimes when we have these conversations, I try to set, sit back and say, look at these three Catholic lunatics ranting, talking, blah, blah, blah. What I would say is this. <clears throat> um, and you correct me if I'm wrong. I heard the data, uh, the life expectancy for trans 
folks, it's it's less than 40. I know for homosexuals, active homosexuals, it's 20 years less than heterosexuals. And to Joe Pasillo's point, they always say, well, that's because of you, Joe Resnell or Joe Pasillo, because you're you don't accept them. I would disagree, and I would say it along these lines. You're going against the natural law, and that's why Daisy felt let down. There's something in us, no matter who you are, whether you're Catholic, Jewish, agnostic, Protestant, whoever you are, that it's built into you. When you go against the natural law, what's more natural than a boy and a girl? It doesn't get more natural than that. And you start basically living in a fantasy like that girl who worked with your daughter who said she's a cat. I mean, that is insanity. Something breaks inside of you. And this is a permanent thing. And it leads you to despair and or suicide. And that's why they're not living to be, you know, like productive adults that live to be 80. It doesn't happen. Am I wrong? Because I think I'm spot on. No, you're, you're exactly right, Joe. I mean, this is a war against reality. That's what it is. That's the definition of insanity, to live contrary to reality. You have disconnected yourself from the way things actually are. You can't you can't drive your car around with the water in the gas tank. You can't live your life contrary to the way it is. And if you look back, again, to go back to sort of the philosophy of this whole thing, you look back at some of the drivers of the sexual revolution, guys like Wilhelm Reich, uh, who were, they were very explicit about this, right? What What we want is to fight against the natural order of things. They hated the natural uh, law. They hated natural. It's it's really to me a reflection of the you know the ancient uh, sin of the garden, where where the devil says you can be like God. That's kind of the, the the drivers of this. Again, I don't blame. The, the current kids at all, okay? They're just, they're victims of this. But the drivers of this, the ideologues, the guys like uh, Martin Rothblatt, who I mentioned in the book, the founder of uh, Sirius XM, a big transgender guy, but he's not just a transgender guy. He wants transhumanism. He wants to live forever based on overtaking the natural order. Like nature is the enemy. You're exactly right, Joe. Nature is the enemy here. It is a fight against the way things are, if we can take control of that. And what's the most obvious, like the the most obvious ways that we have to submit to reality? Well, we are born, right? We're born into a body. We're born into a family. These are things we did not decide, right? We did not choose the family or the body that we got. So those are the things that have to be attacked if we're really going to have a fight against reality. We have to fight against that body that we were given and that family that we were given. And that's why at its at its base, like spiritual level, that's what this war is about. It's about fighting against what we were given. Uh, and it's that's a very satanic thing if you want to just be blunt about it. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's the devil oh, fighting is. against God. Yeah. Well, 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 you know, really, I mean, that's what it is. And by the way, you mentioned they want to live forever. I mean, that's been going on now for a number of years. Like if you you look at the research that's being done and the money that's being poured into this idea of uh, living forever through gene therapy and, and, and other such things, you don't think that you mentioned the founder of Sirius XM Radio, where you don't think the George Soros types, you don't think these guys think that they can live forever? Their pride is full. You know, they don't just have pride. Their pride is beyond belief. They honestly think that they could cheat death. 
ultimately they think that they yeah. could they could they could cheat God. Um, you think, and, you and, look at uh, I mean you look at, like the Pritzkers in, in Illinois, big pushers of this, big transgender pushers. Of this the money that's important to realize the money behind this. Talk is about these, that. That's big. I think. Yeah, is the is these big tech guys who think that they can really they want to escape from the body ultimately. That's the goal to escape from the body, download their identity uh, onto a computer and live forever, take complete control, no no room for for God in any of that. We are now our own gods. We're going to live in the cyberspace forever um that's the dangerous they're using transgenderism as just one step towards that and if they have to you know destroy a few hundred thousand lives a few million lives on the way they don't care that's that's going to be just a stepping stone um the the that's what's important to understand if you take over the medical schools and you sound like a i get it you sound like a complete conspiracy theory not when you start talking like this but realize you follow the money because this doesn't it doesn't make any sense otherwise it doesn't make any sense that the local public school, which for years was trying to get parents more involved, because we all know, I'm a teacher too, we all know that parent involvement helps kids, right? If you're a therapist, you want the parents to be involved. Always, that's going to help the kid. As a doctor, you want health, you want to line up with reality. How is it that we're now completely flipped? We, we hate the parents. We want to take the kids away from their family. We, we're not looking at the physical body anymore. I mean, it's all just so, it's so insane that you're like, how is this even possible? Well, it's only because this ide ideology has been pushed and the, and the medical schools, the education, where, where are people getting funded for their teacher accreditation? <laughs> I taught, I taught at a chartered public school in Oregon for a while. And the nonsense that you have to try to walk through, the hoops that you have to try to jump through, it's a amazing that there's any brain cells left in any of those teachers by the end of it. I couldn't, I had to stop. I mean, this is just Don, too much. <laughs> Don Johnson, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay. And, 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 and there's a reason why I'm saying it like this, these people, if they, if they, if they actually had a brain cell, they should realize how fortunate they are with the parents who just go to the school board meetings. And what I mean by that is this, Joe and I grew up in Newark, New Jersey. If you did this in a public school in Newark, New Jersey, I don't want to let you know, what, what our fathers and uncles and cousins would have done to that administrator, that teacher, or anybody who tried to put the, push this stuff. And they knew it then. They knew they couldn't get away with this then, okay? People are still somewhat grounded, okay? But at the very least, and then we're not advocating for that, obviously, but damn it, you mothers and fathers out there, don't again, you got Merrick Garland and others trying to bully you out of the school board meetings now. Go down there and go tell them that this is not going to be allowed in the public school and draw the line in the sand. I'm going I'm going tonight. I literally am going to the public school, uh, Orange County Public School uh, meeting tonight. There's a whole bunch of people talking. I'm actually going to video them so we can post all the speeches on uh, YouTube, at least for a while till they get taken down. Uh, but this is this is yeah, that's you're exactly right. You have to say <laughs> this far and no farther. And we're going to back this boat up because um, honestly, you can't. I mean, I, I'm recommending people not send their kids to public schools at the moment. I mean, yes go and fight but um the the system is so uh corrupt at the moment that um as parents we have to say because listen I, I know it sounds crazy but the teachers are not on the parent's side anymore it's oh, sad as, i mean there's good they're just not <clears throat> the teachers union is completely twisted. I, I hate and I and I am a pro union person. I'm from New Jersey. I mean, uh, and I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth. I am pro union. It's twisted. 
Um, but to your point, like, cause I have a friend that has done the same thing. Joe, I'm sorry. Make it, make it kind of quick. We got about three minutes left. Ultimately, like he, he spoke at a meeting about a bathroom that was being built and he did not win lost nine zero, um, sane group of people, quote unquote, sane group, sane town. Um, people just haven't embraced the truth, Don. I mean, this is where, again, like it, it comes down to it's like Lord of the Flies at the end of the movie. All the kids are crying like, what did we do? I think we have to get them to open their eyes. And the only way to do that, and I'll just leave that for you to make the final comment, is we have to get them to turn to God because they're not listening. It, you know, we're in the Lord of the Flies. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, in yeah, all honesty. Yeah. No, it, this is a battle for the souls of, of of kids, right? Your your families are on the line. This is not just about uh, that family down the street. This is about you and your kids. Uh, they're going to enter the workforce and they're going to be faced with this. They're going to go to schools and be faced with this. Um, we have to make ourselves aware. This is one thing that uh, everybody who's watched the movie uh, and come and talk to me, they have a couple of responses. One, they're like, I didn't realize it was quite that bad. I, you know, I kind of had an idea. Thank you for opening my eyes but then they're also moved um and this is one thing that movies do i mean you're an actor joe you know movies can really move people emotionally Absolutely. and that's that's one of the reasons i make films is that you walk away from this saying i can't sit on the sidelines anymore yes maybe i'll lose a few friends maybe i need to post this thing on facebook or whatever yes you do maybe it's going to cause me some problems at work yes it might. Okay. Uh, <laughs> those of us, like you, you guys, you know, we, those, those of us that have stepped out and said, you know what, I don't have any more friends to lose. I'm just going to make the movie anyway. Let's go ahead and do it. We're just going to say what we're going to say anyway, but there's got to be more of those people. We've got to make yourselves aware because this, this is not stopping. Don't, you know, pedophilia is coming. Transhumanism is coming. We, you, we, we got to, we got to draw the line here. Kids are being destroyed. Thousands and thousands of uh, young teenage girls' lives are being destroyed permanently, uh, and we cannot stand on the sidelines for this thing. No, absolutely. Don Johnson, thank you so much for joining us here. Now, quickly, let our audience out there know where they can learn more about the movie and follow you, social media, all that fun stuff. Yeah, so uh, donjohnsonmedia.com or uh, any of the social medias, if you look for Don Johnson Media, that's usually me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, uh, at Don Johnson Media. And then to get the movie, uh, Disconnected Movie, that's Disconnected with a Y, uh, disconnectedmovie.com. You can uh, stream in the film. You can order the DVD. Um, if you want to show it at your church or whatever, reach out to me. Use the contact page. We can set those things up. We're trying to get a little tour of the country together so that we can... Uh, get more people put on events have some speakers there i know i talked to a, a politician in montana just yesterday who was trying to push some legislation through um his uh, the montana legislature to make sure that this nonsense gets stopped there he showed the movie to several of his uh, fellow politicians and said it was incredible so hey maybe you're a politician listening today this movie needs to be in front of, of your fellow politicians we need to make people aware uh, of what's going on all right, Don Johnson, thank you so much for joining us here. You're welcome at the front line with Joe and Joe anytime, brother. Love it, guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Thank you all out there for joining us at the Veritas Catholic Radio Network. And remember, until the next time, that our conversation is your conversation, and that conversation is going on everywhere. We'll talk to you soon.